Hello and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me, as always, is John. Yay! Yay! I, I kind of thought, I, you know, I've always said I, I'm always here, but I need to have something else to say. <laughs> well, you are always here. It's not a lie. I'm here! And then, uh, so today, I have actually watched a movie that I was super excited about, um... You know, because it's been, we, we've had too many instances wherever the movies that I pick are just shit. So <laughs> I was really trying to find a movie that was better. Um, I think I did it this time. At least I, I really enjoy this movie. Uh, this is actually 2020's Ghost of War. Uh, you can actually find it on Netflix. That's how I watch it. It's also available on Prime, but on that one, you are going to have to rent or buy it. What do you think? Are you excited? I don't know. I'm excited about it. I, I like the, the concept of it. It looked like a, kind of a war one, either World War One, World War Two kind of feel. Which so, normally I don't like war movies. So hopefully, I mean, I think I think you'll dig it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's know, a different it's, kind of feel. It's, it looks interesting. The guy who um, wrote and directed it, uh, he is the creator for Kyle XY, which I remember that show. I do remember that um, show, yeah. I didn't watch it, but. Yeah. He has also wrote and directed Butterfly Effect, the one with Ashton Kutcher. Which I thought that was a decent movie. That was a decent movie. I was a little surprised by it, and I didn't expect Ashton Kutcher to be able to do anything on it. Yeah. He did Final Destination 2. I think he wrote that one. I don't know if he directed that one as well, but I think he just wrote it. And then uh, he did the 09 uh, Final Destination. There are way too many Final Destination movies. Well, my biggest issue is them, I, I think I quit after like, like restarting the, one. the the thing. Like it's like oh, Final Destination one, two, three, and then Final Destination again. I was like, what? No, 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 no. no. What, now you're now you're at like sixteen. It's, they did the same thing with the Freddy movies. It's oh, like, are you kidding me? You like, well, it's a reboot. It's like, no, no, it's not. It's Freddy O nine or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> but uh, this uh, this looks like an interesting one. There's a lot of people in it. Yeah, so it's actually starring uh, Brenton Thwaites, who is uh, Nightwing in the Titans TV series. Uh, he's in Gods of Egypt, The Giver, and Maleficent. Yeah, he uh, he's the one of the princes in that one. I really hate the the Titans TV series, but. I keep having to remind myself that it's not the people who are actually playing the Titans' fault. Yeah. Like, they, they're just getting a paycheck. It's it's the people who, he's like, a, created he, it and directed he's a good, it. He's a good actor. I, I like him. Uh, we also have Kyle Gallner, who's one of my personal favorites. Uh, Kyle was actually an American Sniper, The Finest Hours, and, more recently, we um, the review that we did for The Cleansing Hour, he is actually Drew in The Cleansing Hour. Is he the dumpy one who was sitting behind, or is he the priest? He's the boyfriend. Uh, so the, the dumpy one who's sitting behind the he's thing. Not dumpy. He's, he was, he was kinda, the, he's the manager. He was kind of chubby in that he one. Was, no, he, he was, was not. He was a big beard he had. He was sitting there. He was compared, compared to the priest. Well, the freaking priest was like, supposedly like the, 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 what? Booty boy. What, what do they call him? I, the, <laughs> I, I, I booty boy apparently is I what they call him. I can't remember what they're called. Anyways, he was just there for the looks. Anyways. Okay. And then he, he uh, Kyle Gallner was also in uh, Jennifer's Body. Ah, he yeah, was, that's right. Yeah, he was the emo boy He's in Jennifer's the, yeah, Body. He's the goth who gets killed in the uh, the weird mm-hmm. half, like, put together house. That was so yes. weird. Yes, he was also in um, the new Friday the 13th. So it's so ironic that you bring that one up. Oh. Because he was also in that one. I did not know that one. Yeah. Um, we also have Alan Richson, who is Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I believe the Bay, the Michael Bay version. Yeah, so he's the uh, the 3D. He's either the voice or the actor who's inside of the uh, the green suit for it. Oh, okay. But he like, could he, be the voice, yeah. maybe. Um, Hunger Games, uh, he was Hawk in the Titans TV series. Oh, so we have two people from the Titans TV yeah, series. Yeah, that was okay. a little odd. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Um, and one of my personal favorites, which is a little surprise to me, uh, Billy Zane is in this movie. I was not expecting him. At first I thought I, I I thought I saw him, but he plays such an interesting character that they would pick him for. Like it wasn't a main character at first. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was nice to see him in there. Billy Zane, of course, is from The Phantom. He is uh, from Demon Knight, one of uh, that's, the that's where we know him from. The Phantom is uh, I always put something on here like it's like we've already talked about these movies. Yeah, let's put somebody something else. He was he's in. also in Titanic. You 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 would you would know Billy Zane. Yeah, like he's uh he's that part in Zoolander where he's just like shut up, Zane. <laughs> He's always bald. Oh, but we did real we did uh, discover today that he was a part of um, Biff's gang in Back to the Future. He's the, sitting in the, the background, yeah. The old, the but like the fifties Biff, like that because he was. Um, I'm trying to think now. Does, did he have like two guys in 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 the other ones, or did he have three? Because he's like he's like he, I feel like Billy Zane is superfluous in that group. I, he, he really is. Like he, yeah, he was yeah. like, he was not an important character, yeah. obviously. He, he's he also no not idea. the guy wearing the 3D glasses all the time. Which yeah, is weird to me. He 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 had like a very like slick back. He was a greaser. Yeah, yeah. but he was like, oh, that's an actual greaser compared to like that's freaking Billy Zane. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, so we had no idea. Um, and then we have uh, Sean Tobb, who is Jensen in Iron Man. Yeah, the original Iron Man. The well, the the Iron Man MCU one, which I yeah. I love him in that one because he he was the one guy who's sitting there giving shit to Tony Stark. Everybody else is like, "Oh, you're the greatest thing in the world." It's like, "Oh, I remember you," but of course, if I've had you know, like, I, I know you don't remember me because I, I if I had drank that much, I probably wouldn't remember my own name. I was like, "Oh, <laughs> you sassy bitch." He's so sassy. So yeah. A whole lot of people come out in it. I am super excited about it. Obviously, I've not given John the chance to talk at all. Do you have anything to say? No, I, I'm I'm excited and ready, you know, especially since you pre-watched it, so we know that there's not going to be a shitty ending at the end of it. <laughs> you know what? It's an interesting ending. Oh, good. I think I think you'll like it. All right. Yeah, so we're going to cut here. We'll be right back, and hopefully John will have good things to say about it. All right, see you in a sec. See. The outpost is 30 miles over those hills. Let's move out. Who are we babysitting this time? Not a who, a mansion. Yowza, yowza, yowza. Speaking of my whole neighborhood in Queens. Supposed to be a big deal when the 82nd Airborne came through and pushed out the Nazi high command. This is a life, boys. You hear that? We need to talk. We stay here for fishing a barrel. We're staying. What's that? I found it in the basement. It belonged to one of the Nazis who took over the house. It says what happened to the family who lived here. This ain't right, man. This place is bad, Juju. I'm just gonna say what we're all thinking. This place is haunted. Everything we experience, it's what the Nazis did to the family that lived here. Let's get out of this house. If you leave, They're here. I want everyone geared up and ready to clear out. You can't leave. It won't let us leave. This isn't real. 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 And we're back. 
Uh, unfortunately, uh, Mandy started feeling kind of down in the middle of it, so her nose is, is kind of plugged up. So she may sound a little silly, but uh, we, uh, yeah, I this was silly. Uh, we, uh, this was a, a weird one. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb on and that one and just say it was weird. Um, it's very much trying to be a bigger movie than what it is, but it's also very si- direct to Siffy Channel feel to it. You know what it kind of my, uh, it reminds me a little bit of um, uh, Assassin's Creed, actually, in the main kind of concept of it, uh, once you finally get to the point where you're, you're in it. But uh, we start off with uh, one of the guys, uh, who who's this guy? What's his name? No, like, who is that? Like, that, he's from another movie, right? Oh, um, shoot. I can't remember what his name is. Where's our thingies? Somewhere. Okay. Anyways, so the the main guy. <laughs> the main guy. He's a guy, and he's a main. He's a main guy. It's um, it's the guy who plays. Is he Chris? He's Chris. Uh, it's the guy who is Thwaites. The guy from um, it's it's yeah, it's it's Brenton Thwaites. He was in that other show that you watched, and you enjoyed him in it. I know, but I can't remember what the heck the show was. Well, now see now people are listening to all the clickings because I got to do. It. Oh, he was an Oculus. That's right. He was uh, an Oculus? He was apparently an Oculus. He was uh, the that guy was the who brother? played Tim Russell. I, I don't know. Uh, interview with God, Office of Uprising. Uh, he was in Dead Man Tell No Tales, too. He was in Gods of Egypt. Okay. Was it The Signal? Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Okay. Dead Man Tell No Tales. Oh, and he was in, in Maleficent he, as well. I think he was the one that fell in love with uh, the mermaid. He's got such weird little, like, he's got, you know what he looks like to me? He looks like Jason Long, but with bigger eyebrows. Justin Long? Whatever. I don't know who you're talking about. Baby. I don't care. Anyways, so it's the, the so guy from Accepted. I know who Justin Long okay, is. Okay, well, what do you You said Jason Long. Okay. Anyways, so uh, we have a couple of guys who are in... Um, what, when, when is it, honey? Because you kept saying it to me repeatedly. <laughs> um, France... Nazi Nazi, occupied France, 1944. I was trying to say that, but you won't give me the chance. (laughs) Anyways, so they're in Nazi occupied France, 1944. Um, It's a group of soldiers. Very much Band of Brothers, five guys. Five guys, yeah. Um, The only one whose name I really remember is Butch, Butchie. Uh, I remember Tapper, and I remember the doctor guy. Tapper. Tapper, Tapper was the Tapper was the the creepy guy. Butchie was the uh, the blonde. The blonde, yeah. Uh, Tapper the, Tapper was the one that the guy who uh, was in Jennifer's body. Yeah, he he's the and, guy who uh, blows the other dude's heads off or whatever the fuck is what he keeps saying. Cuts things. cuts he yeah. cuts the kids' heads off. And then we have uh, the guy who plays the um, the loser guy in the Daredevil like series of stuff in Netflix. He's um, shades in uh, I think he was in Luke Cage, but he was the one with the the weird knife. He ends up being like. A knife guy in it. Or is he the one that keeps scratching his foot? He's the one who scratches his foot. Okay, okay. Yeah. 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 There's a guy who keeps scratching his foot with a fork, and it's so gross. Like, it, it's so gross. And it, it's supposed to be a thing later on that you find out it's it's symbolic of something, but it's really nasty <laughs> to just watch this guy scratch the... Cra- and, like, I don't know what's going on with his foot, it's too. Like, it's like athlete's foot. Like, but, like I assumed it was... the 54th degree. I assumed it was, like, some kind of, like... You know, like, did they put something on him? Or is that what his foot looks like under the sock? Or is that, like, just, like, he's got, like, crinkly foot? You know, fungus going on? 
It's creepy looking. I think it's athlete's foot. And anyway. then there's another guy who's supposed to be the super smart nerdy guy who uh, who likes books. Yeah. Uh, but so what we have is um, we have the main guy uh, wake up. Uh, you know, the Justin Long looking motherfucker. He wakes up and he's like scared of a guy sitting there smoking a cigar. But and, the guy's in the dark. So yeah. it's like he's creeping behind like a tree. And then you're like, does he really like... He's like, do I really see something? And he does, because the guy um, lights up a, a cigar and blows a whiff of smoke, and all of the rest of his his, his uh, bandmates, I guess, teammates or whatever, they're all asleep. Bandmates. I don't know. They're about to rock out. They're, they're, they're a say- band of brothers. You said band, and I thought of bandmates. Anyways. <laughs> so, it's at this point. So, they're, they're walking, right? So, he wakes up, right? Nothing happens, I guess. And so... They get to move on. They, they get up. Move on. They walk over to uh, kind of a, a road, and then they see uh, a, a like a Nazi car coming. So he's just like but he feels it first, oh, yeah, or like yeah, he hears right. it, or something like that. And so he's like, "Oh, there's a jeep coming." And so uh, they put a mine down, and so you see the the jeep just you know going along its merry way, and then boom, it like blows up because they put a mine down. Um, it's at this point that all of them show how kind of. Not this. Well, I guess not to say crazy. Some of them are kind of nuts. Well, so so Tapper. Tapper in particular. Tapper is the crazy one. He's kind of crazy. Uh, he's pulling teeth out of people. Um, the uh, the foot guy, not a big issue. He's kind of uh, the captain is just like I don't give a shit. Just do whatever you're doing. We got oh oops, we screwed up. Yeah, uh, he's like on. looking. He's like looking at the map. And then uh, we got uh, what's the the blonde guy's name again? Butchie. Butchie. So Butchie fights uh, this guy who, I, whatever I first thought, I was like, that looks an awful lot like Billy Zane. But and it turns out that yes, it is. It is Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. Yeah. But he like he doesn't just want to fight him. He like he like picks him up off the ground and like takes off his shirt and he's like he wants to do like bare knuckle boxing and. Billy Zane kicks his ass for like a good three, four minutes. It's actually fairly funny, which is funny because Butchie is a big dude. He he's a big guy. He's pretty buff, yeah. Like it looks like he knows what he's doing. And so it's funny because at first he's just like, "Come on, man, don't be scared. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you basically if you don't fight me." And so Billy Zane's like, "Okay, fine." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he so he he starts to fight him or whatever. And Butchie gets a, a punch or two in, and then Billy Zane knocks him in the face, and he's just like, man, this guy's pretty good. He's getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Like, and the the funny part about that is, is that, let's uh, <laughs> so that's when the captain walks over and just shoots Billy Zane. Like, right in the head. Like, just poof. And then he's like, gee, I, we screwed up here. We were supposed to go south or something like that. We're, I think I'm taking us the wrong way, and they turn around and they, they and they all leave way. yeah because he's like we don't have time for this shit come on we gotta go yeah uh tapper steals the uh the the nazi ss like leather coat thing which i guess they did wear those the, that's still such long, a weird like trench coat yeah we're gonna wear thing. a trench coat it's like, like a duster it's yeah. like a leather duster and he takes that with them they they walk across the, uh, an open field and that's when they see a bunch of um holocaust survivors pulling out and they're like sneaking around and of course, he's running up to one of them wearing a you know an SS uniform, which I thought was really interesting. But she was cool with it because uh, he shows her all of the gold teeth, also that he yeah, collected that he from all these. Ger- and, and he uh, puts the uh, the trench coat around her because she's she doesn't have anything. There's a like one lady out there with a kid, and he hands her all the gold teeth. It is very nice. Um, they walk along into another street, like it's like immediately like, a like 
like a flip over. Like, so it's nighttime now and they're walking through a street and everything's on fire. And then it's, you know, still nighttime, but they're in a, like a field and inside of a forest coming up to this house. This because this is their, house. this is their mission, I guess. So like their mission is to, um, to, Re- yeah. to relieve these other people, these other, um, soldiers who are watching this giant house that they, um, Liberated. They, they, yeah, from, from these other Nazis that were there. Um, so they're trying to, you know, keep it guarded so they can make sure that the Nazis don't take it back over. So they get there, and this, this uh, soldier is actually sleeping in the Jeep outside and instead of this giant-ass mansion. Yeah, and then they go inside, and then everybody is sleeping in the, like, the foyer or something like that. They're, they're in that, like really weird anteroom that they got at the very front of it that's like super nice you know you got the, the nice big um i guess it's a foyer it's a foyer i guess yeah. but like it's 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 bigger than a foyer to me like a foyer is like oh here please come in no <laughs> this one's like a this, <laughs> a this is like a this is a separate room this is the opening room for it i'm sure it still counts as a foyer but it's like Come on, man. This is just huge. This is like let's. Oh, we could have a swimming pool in here. We could just do that. Well, so and, they, it's they, and they were super asking. Nice. And they were asking though, like, why are all y'all here? Is there like something wrong with the beds? Like, no, no. We just want to get out of here, man. No, no. Because he's like, he's like, do they have bed bugs or something? And he's like, oh yeah, that's exactly what it is. Sure, sure. We'll yeah, go yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we just want to get out of here. <laughs> and they like the the dudes were like, I do not want to freaking talk to y'all. Like, I we want out. We want out. We want out. And it's it's a good way to kind of create some tension there at the very beginning. We get a little creeped out by stuff happening. Even even the the captain, who's a just, I guess Justin Long, the Justin Long lookalike, mm-hmm. um, is like, what's you know what's the rush? Why are y'all why are y'all in such a rush to get out of here? He's like, look, we've been you're, you're behind schedule. All right, you should have been here like three days ago, and we just want to get the hell out of here. You guys suck. We want to make uh, was it it's a, furlough furlough yeah. Um. I we shouldn't call him Justin Long because everybody's gonna think he's Justin Long. It's really not Justin Long. It's uh, Prince Philip from Maleficent, or uh, what's his name in like Henry? It's a, it's a Maleficent guy. It's Prince Philip from Maleficent. We'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a brief time of them like checking out the house, and the house is really nice. It's got all this food in the water. It's got wine and brandy. It's got all the cheese. Stuff. So <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot less sense for these guys to you know not want to be there. Um, and then they, they start checking out some of these other rooms, like, uh, like they're up in stairs. There's a weird doll room, which we just watched that one episode of Ghost Stories. So it was like, oh great, there's more, more doll room stuff. Yeah, the foot guy finds, the foot guy finds the, finds the doll room. And, um, you know, uh. Tapper has to go up to the top because that's, that's, uh, the best vantage point. In there is a creepy, um big armoire yeah it's like a giant armoire for that that was like damn that's creepy uh they start running around checking around outside upstairs downstairs they go into this um did they ever find out what was in that giant trunk uh later they find out yeah yeah later so they they're they find a giant trunk down in the the downstairs and then they find um a picture a family picture Uh, that's also downstairs yeah Um, the people who originally had the house so apparently uh, this guy uh, didn't want to help the Nazis, but the Nazis were terrible, and they did like they killed everybody in weird, different ways. Uh, they killed the guy's son by drowning him in a tub. They killed the daughter by hanging her up inside of the uh, the attic. 
they killed the uh, a husband by having the wife watch him. Like they held him and watched him, and uh, like he, he died by having kerosene poured on him. And yeah, and then he burned. Fire. Yeah, uh, and then it's like it's like Jesus. And then I think they shot her or something like that, or something like that. I don't uh, remember I how they even explained what they I did can't to the remember. Wife. Yeah, I can't remember how she dies. Um, but everyone, after, like, after everyone's been, like, searching around for a while, they all start to hear weird shit. So, um... It's, it's bare bones horror movie, kind of like, there's a creaking sound, there's a, there's a creepy well, like, child it's like, laughter. Yeah, it's like talking, like, from the vents, and, um, like, Butchie hears, like, a child, or, like, it sounds like a child drowning in, in the the bathroom i guess yeah. here's a light here's a this here's a that and it's it's creepy stuff and you're like oh that's kind of spoopy um it gets to nighttime they're all hanging out and they're all kind of creeped out and then they hear a sound so they run out and they're like checking upstairs and doing all this weird and stuff it, and it's like scraping yeah it was it was like if you've ever heard like a cat like yanking on something that it shouldn't be yanking on but like not something fabric but like metal or 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 anything else it, it sounded like that. It was like, like it was kind of creepy. It sounded a little like the uh, whenever you have the uh, the sound effect of people like, um, like on the ground under a, uh, a like on a wooden floor and getting pulled under the bed. It was kind of like that. It's the sound that they should have had in uh, that uh, the call movie that we just watched. They didn't have that. They had like a the music sting like you know kind of thing yeah and it's like they so they kick open the door like to where the sound yeah. is and then uh you see something like behind curtains like something hanging there's obviously something oh hanging. Yeah, yeah it's it's uh because it's downstairs actually like it, they all thought it was upstairs they run upstairs they couldn't find it they run downstairs they go through the kitchen and like into this nice little like like separate separate room like the, i guess the like a the sitting room or like the servants like dining room or something like that and then they see a like a body jo like drop down and hang and they're like oh god they run over they they flip open the curtains and there's nothing yeah and it's like did you see that oh shit and um oh oh and then that's whenever the tea thing oh, happens yeah, they, the guy who's making the fucking which tea which it didn't make any freaking sense because they're all running around with guns they've all got their guns out they're all checking these different things and then the doc guy is like oh did y'all need the tea? Earl Grey. And you're just like... But I wonder if that was already on there. I don't think he put it on there. Maybe it was already set up. I I know, but still, that's still like a, like, oh, nonchalantly, let me go ahead and go over there and like, oh, would y'all like Earl Grey? Do, do, do. Yeah. And then, and then they start telling each other scary stories. But it's like, it's like scary stories. Like, um, the, so the foot guy is talking about how, um, basically how his cousin was a prisoner of war and how they cut his tongue out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Under the, uh... It, the stamp. Under right? the stamp, they, they, they cut my tongue out kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's like... And then Butchie talks about one with the clap. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. So it's like, it's not like scary stories. It's like they're trying to freak each other out the most with, like, just awful stories. Is that when the foot comes down the thing? It's a squirrel. Oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. But that's whenever they hear... So they hear, um... Morse code. So they hear like tapping and um, they all hear it. And so they're all like, does that sound like Morse code? And so one of the guys pulls up his little, his little journal. He starts writing down the letters and it's, it's I H A V E N O. I have, yeah. I have no legs. L E G S. Yeah. yeah. I have no legs. 
And then that's when the because I, I thought it was a foot because that reminds me of uh, I thought it stories. was yeah like I thought yeah. it was a leg or a foot too like a small leg yeah like that would have freaked me the hell out and then it's like look it's a squirrel it's and a I'm squirrel. like would a squirrel <laughs> have been able to talk about Morse code uh, that's when they check it out the like is that he, when they figure out the the Nazis are showing up no not yet okay uh-uh, no no so um, it's at this point that they're like all right we're gonna call it a night everybody take their own. Um, you know, sleep in their own rooms, but close enough to hear. Yeah, foot guy decides to take the creepy, like, doll what, room. Which, why? Why would he take the creepy doll room? Um, we got, uh, like, I guess Doc decided he was just going to get wasted downstairs because he goes downstairs and he sees the, the family portrait. And then he, like, looks down at a journal, looks back up, and then they're gone. Woo! Spoopy! Yeah, yeah. It was it was super weird. Oh, because his light goes out. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's like his light goes out. And, he you know, it does that thing in the scary movies wherever you go flip flip click 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 and then there's somebody behind you it, was it, this one of the first parts with the continuity errors uh no okay they fuck up the continuity real bad uh, now later on crazy. i i didn't get it but john saw it yeah later on it kind of like i guess you could hand wave it away but there are parts where um one of the guy uh, doc has a, a busted hand uh and he doesn't have a busted hand, but then he has the busted hand again, but then he doesn't have the busted hand. They also have parts where it's post um, an explosion and uh, like they, their faces are all cut up and then it jumps to a part where that hasn't, ha or it, it hasn't happened yet. And then it's, you're like, why are their faces all beat up? And it's like, and oh. And John saw that and John's like, oh, well, obviously this person dies because he's not in the scene. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. Which by the way, nobody dies yet. Well. But, so, um, uh, oh yeah, so then Tappert, Tappert is in the attic, Tappert sees something um, outside, so he goes outside to try to figure out what the hell it is. It's like this weird little creepy boy that pops up in front of his little sniper yeah. scope. Yeah, and it was, it was cheesy. That was, that, that was pretty that, cheesy. That was a terrible effect. That was pretty, that was a bad jump scare. We also get uh, the doc guy explaining to everybody else why Tapper's kind of freaky, because apparently Tapper, like, he walked in in a room in, like, Vienne where, like, they found Tapper, and he was sitting in a room full of dead kids. Like, like headless kids like yeah. he had cut off all their freaking heads and he because had... they were he was basically trying to stop them from being nazis later yeah because they were all was... hitler youth or something like that yeah. is how i was explained but he he's apparently had been doing cat's cradle uh and the creepiest thing for doc was the fact that you know in cat's cradle you have to like hand it off to another person to, to and, make it tighter and it gets hot uh harder and harder yeah and uh, like so, after the after five moves, it's easy or yeah. something like that. Or it's and too then it, hard. Yeah, yeah, it's too hard. Well, he was on ten moves. Yeah, which because you can only do it like five moves yourself, and then you have to switch it to another person or something like that. So apparently he had gone past that point. So he would have had to have somebody else helping him. But all the kids had already been dead for like a long time and with head and like no heads. Yeah. So um so Tappert of course hears all this, and so he's like, hey, you want to come upstairs and help me and stop talking shit? Yeah, so he takes up the dock. The dock goes upstairs with him. They try to move that big armoire, and the armoire immediately closes on him, which crushes the dock's hand, which is one of the, the continuity error parts, because you could just, as you watch his hand, like, you can see on, on certain circumstances where he's walking around and his hand isn't hurt, and then his hand is hurt again. It's really kind of weird stuff. See? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um... And then they go, it shows more of them wherever they're, um, they're trying to get the radio to work. That was one of the things that the, the guys who were rushing out were saying that it, the, radio the radio wasn't working. Work, yeah. So they kept the, the radio. The interesting thing about that one is, 
is apropos of nothing, the radio starts sending them messages. And it was so... Like, that was one of the, the most jarring, like, situations. Because that entire scene happens later in the movie. You know it happens later in the movie. Okay, it's it's a different scene. But it is such a... it's There's no reason for it to be in there at that point. It was just to have a little jump of... Uh, what does it say? Um... If you leave, you die or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. If you leave, you die. Yeah. And um, it was just it was very. John John pointed out. John was like, "That's very weird." Like, there was no a, reason for it. There was like absolutely no reason for them to have, have shunted that like scene into that point. And after that point, I'm just sitting there going like, "Well, what's happening here?" Uh, and I think they even say something about uh, Broody. Cutie, what's his, what's his name? The, the Butchie? blonde Butchie. I think they even say something about Butchie, which is before he's even hurt, uh, because the Nazis are showing up. So they're really worried about it. So they create a um, they their main plan is to pretend that they're not there, and then after that point, their their plan is to go ahead and and like fight, but have like these barricades and stuff made up. So the Nazis start showing up, uh, and it's a big convoy of people like running and walking. Uh, Tapper's up in the, the uh, attic. attic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the rest of them are sitting behind this barricade. Um, and, and you know, they're they're super quiet. Like, they closed off everything. Well, the Nazis believe it. The Nazis are like, all right, there's nobody here. Let's head out. But that's when something else in the house makes a noise. That freaks out the Nazis. So they start trying to bust in. Uh, everybody thinks it was Tapper for a second, but they never really follow up on that. They don't. I remember. Yeah. Uh, so then they... Um, Tapper starts... Bipping people, um, like I mean, he's doing a damn good job just With that taking sniper out people. Rifle, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, they throw a bomb in, yeah. a grenade, and um, Butchie uh, plays the hero and throws himself on top of it and gets his arms and legs blown off. Yeah, he gets blown to fuck up. Like it's bad. Yeah, and um, it's, at, it's at this point that everyone starts to fight. Um, and they kill the hell out of these Nazis. They really do. There are some parts where the Nazis don't do a very good job and they get killed by the ghosts. Uh, one is upstairs, like, coming in after Tapper and... Oh, no, the foot guy. It's the foot guy, I think, that they're going... That they're well, no, that's the, that's the water one. The Tapper one is the one that gets hung. He, like, hangs yes. himself with his own belt. And they, they all die um, the same way that the family died. Yeah. One guy actually does catch on fire, right? Yes. Uh-huh. That's right. So, yeah. Oh, uh, that's after the smart guy. Yeah. So they go after the smart guy. The smart guy's hiding. You can hear the Nazi come into the room, and he's whistling. Um, and then, poof, he just and then he, fire. Yeah, well, and then he stands up. The, the smart guy stands up to face him, and then a ghost screams in his face. It's it's the, um, I guess, the wife. The, the, yeah, the yeah. mom. So, yeah. so, the, so the, the wife screams in his face. He falls backwards, and then this is whenever he sees the Nazi, and he's, you know, burst, in, yeah. burst into flames. One gets yanked into the water. Um and then they, they managed to kill, and it's like 30 guys or something like that against five or something like it that. It was a lot. It was a lot of dudes. It was yeah. like like a platoon. Like They they had like a bunch of guys running behind uh, with these trucks. Um, and then creepy stuff happens with like Tapper like peeling all the, the bodies and throwing them in there naked. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, he, he like strips them down naked and then he, uh, <laughs> he's all just throw them in there. Just put them in there with the rest. Yeah. Um, and so... 
I can't re- so at this point that's when like they're trying to talk to Butchie but Butchie is like super out of it because they're they're keeping him dosed on morphine yeah they really need to help him a little bit better than that because he is just armless and legless Oh, um, Tapper with the scary movie thing. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Tapper says, and it's so interesting, because I thought this was another continuity area, but when you, you hear it, uh, like, later on, you're okay with it, because he's just like, man, we had this thing, you know, and he, he's explaining... He's uh, like, I love scary movies. Yeah. Uh, but he's explaining... Um, Abbott and Costello meet the mummy. What happened to the, the kids. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yes. So, he's yes, explaining yes, what yes. happened to the kids, but he does mention Abbott and Costello meet the... Uh, he's like, Abbott and Costello meet mummy or frankenstein and then he says i was a teenage werewolf uh and i know those movies i know i don't really know abbott and costello that well but i do know i was a teenage werewolf i know abbott and costello. which came out in in the like the 50s i think or 47 or something like that so i was just like wait a minute and i actually was pissed at this point because i'm sitting there going there ain't no way in hell that they were able to watch that as kids well later on we get an explanation for that which was kind of cool um but uh, at this point, uh, is that when Butchie wakes up and he grabs him? Um, no, not yet. Okay. So, uh, but Tapper's telling him about the kids and how he got that far in Cat's Cradle. Yeah, because the kid was helping him without the head. Without the head. Yeah. yeah. So the kid was still helping him without the head. And that's why it's even spookier. Yeah. But they are hanging out around Butchie at this point, I think. Uh, yeah, Butchie's still knocked out. Yeah. Um, oh, this is whenever um, the captain? captain, yeah, I guess the corporal, whatever. He, uh, Prince he, Philip. Prince Philip, whenever he goes upstairs and he's like, hey, you forgot to, to wash out, or, you know, to, to let the tub out. Yeah, whatever. which I'm just like, ooh, Nazi juice. Yeah, and then that's whenever he gets pushed in, and then he sees the um, oh, yeah, that's right. there's guys, a, Nazis. What so there's they? a couple of guy, uh, Nazis in gas masks that are over the water that he's seeing through it, and then it flashes for a couple of seconds, and it's a modern uh, medical suite. And there's like somebody with a drill. Yeah. Like, like which a, I was just like, like a cordless drill. And I'm just yeah. like, is that a surgical drill? What the hell? And that's the point when you start seeing that some of this stuff is a little off. Um, that's after, that's when they go down and they talk to Butchie, right? Yeah. And so Butchie, they're like reading him a story and stuff. Um, that's whenever um, Prince, what did you call him? Prince Philip? Yeah. <laughs> Prince Philip and the smart guy are talking downstairs in the basement. Oh, this is this is when the, the thing goes the, poofy. This is whenever all of the all of the, the people whenever whenever Prince yeah. Philip sees all of the people disappear from the from the picture. Yeah, that's right. Or maybe not all the people, maybe a few people. I think it was all of them. Either way, so so uh, and then the lights start going out. The smart guy goes upstairs. He leaves the journal down there that he's been reading, which is written in German. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody else can read German except for the smart guy. Um and then Prince Philip looks at this journal, and it's empty. Or like it's There's not There's like empty. nothing it's there. Like, like the guy is is reading off whatever he's making up. Yeah. Kind of deal. And then um, that's so, when they meet Butchie. Yeah. That's, that's whenever. That's that, right. That's whenever Butchie wakes up, and he's like, "It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real. It's not real." He's freaking the hell so, out. And he doesn't have arms and legs, but he does grab the captain and picks him up with like an invisible arm, and it's just like, "What the fuck?" And then Butchie dies. Yes, he he dies. Um, and, and everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it's at this point that, you know, they're like, okay, well, you know, what else does it say in your journal you know, to, about, yeah. the, about the people or, or whatever? And they're like, oh, we should leave. Oh, well, if we leave, then we'll get court-martialed. You know, like, okay. They're like, are you really that worried about it? And everyone else is like, no. Yeah. No, no, like, no not yeah, really. Yeah, okay. Like, we don't give a shit. So they're ready to leave, so they're packing up everything. Um, they're gonna leave Butchie there. They end I up think they burying him. him. Yeah. yeah. So they end up burying Butchie. Um, is at this point that they start to walk, and they walk for freaking days, like just 
and, it, and it's so weird because it starts to look the same. Um, all of the landscape starts to look the same. And then it's at one point that they go over a hill. It's the same exact hill that they went over beforehand. And they see the exact same group of Holocaust survivors running, but this time the girl is wearing the Nazi uniform. Already. Already. And so they keep walking. They're like, maybe we should turn around. No, no, let's just keep walking. They start talking about hell. Maybe we're in hell. Mm. This definitely isn't heaven because it's just the same shit over and over and over again. And they start crossing over the same, uh, like, they, they see the same, like, burned out, like, French village. They see the same busted ass uh, uh, truck. Yeah, I guess like, like a, a medical truck. It's a, like a Red Cross truck. Uh, I think they even come across the uh, the dead bodies of all the the uh, Nazis that they killed at the very beginning. And it's just like, what are we doing? I don't know. Yeah, and then they're all sleeping. Um, Tappert wakes up. He's in a well. He's in a nightmare, I guess. Because um, they're they're sleeping in the same place that they're sleeping before, like the very very beginning. And then Tapper wakes up and he finds himself in a noose. Um, uh, in, the in the attic, attic. yeah, that's right. And then uh, he ends up waking up again with a Vetrilek. Vetrilek is written next to him in the dirt. Yeah, which he wrote because his nails are all muddy. Um, so they they they're he, like they're freaked out by it, but they're like, okay, well, let's just keep trying to walk. And then they walk and they walk in. They find the Red Cross truck. They find the dead the Nazi dead Nazis bodies. And then they they decide to turn back around, and then they are immediately back at the. Big, the big mansion, mansion. Yeah. yeah. So it's at this point that they're like, you know what? Uh, maybe we should bury them. Like, maybe we should find their bodies and bury them. They're also doing like a a like, let's go ahead and like, well, something spoopy is happening. Let's go ahead and do some of these like really easy to kind of figure out what the hell's going on things. So they even do things like they they throw flour on the ground to see if they can catch footprints, which I thought was kind of cute. Yeah. Um, and then they start talking about Vetrolek, and he's like, hey, wait, where did you hear that word? Um, Tapper. Yeah. How, how, how do you know that word? He goes, I don't know. It's just something that's been, you know, in my head. And it, it turns out that it's not German or any French or anything like that. It's Arabic. It's a, it's Arabic, a Muslim. It's a Muslim word. Yeah. It's a Arabic word for, uh, it's a curse. Basically uh, it's, if you let evil happen, it would come back to haunt you tenfold. Yeah. So if you let something happen, then that's the curse that somebody puts on you because you let it happen. You didn't stop it. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's creeping them out, and they're just like, what the hell does any of this have to do? And then that's when the ghosts decide to get a little bit more physical at that point, I think. Yeah, the ghost um, the ghost ends up uh, walking right up to them in the flower. You can see their little uh, their little shoe prints. Um, and then the ghost decides to walk right up to uh, Prince Philip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, yanks him, just yanks him right out of the damn house. And uh, carries him all the way to a little storage area that's um, kind of off to the side of the house um everyone's trying to stop the ghost we had seen tapper staring at this a couple of times so they were like what's over there but they didn't actually do anything about it uh it's at that point that uh they they go into this creepy i mean it's a lot creepier than they thought it was because it's uh there's a uh, is there, it's like even farther down it's like a weird wine cellar kind of like yeah. stairs case uh-huh. um they're all freaking out and that's where they find the bodies of the uh the, the dead, family. The family that yeah. they had seen beforehand. So they decide that they're going to go ahead and... Uh, bury him. Bury him. So they bury him, read him the last rites. All kinds of scary shit is still happening. Um, it seems to have gotten worse, really, at yeah. that point. Um, and so uh, it's at this point, whenever they're looking down at the graves, that the smart guy realizes that the journal isn't even written in German. Mm. It's written in 
Arabic. Yeah, uh, I think it's like Farsi or something like that. Yeah. It, it might actually just be Arabic. I don't know. Uh, I don't know languages. <laughs> so, uh, so we can we hardly know English. So, um, it's at this point that you're like, you know what? Just forget it. Like, let's just bury him. Let's just get this over with. It'll be fine. So they bury him. Read him the last rites. This is whenever they pull the chest up. Oh yeah, that's right. So the chest um, contains a box of cigars. Um, and some other stuff, but mostly the box of cigars is what they focus on, it's, which is weird because it's a brand new box of cigars. So some of it is is not. Um, it's it's like props. You can kind of tell later on. It's like props. Oh, here's like the the messages that they were sending to the allies, uh, and then it's like oh, and here's a a a thing for some reason a, a, a box of cigars. Yeah. Uh, and so they start getting creeped out. And then I think Tapper goes up into the upstairs and he's having, like, he's sitting in the middle of this pentagram. And in the middle of the pentagram, there's, like, fire words pop up and they're all in, in Arabic. Um, they see Vretrelac, uh like, carved into one of the walls. Uh, and this is when the ghosts start really friggin' attacking. So the crispy body of the dad starts kicking Prince Phillips's ass. Uh, the, like, the daughter the shows up, too. Yeah, yeah, the daughter shows up, too. Um, the sun shows up. They all start beating Prince Philip pretty goddamn bad. Like, they didn't want to friggin' deal with his ass. But after they kind of start beating him and a they, little bit. You know, and, and admittedly, Prince Philip and the rest of them start attacking pretty well, too. They start stabbing him and stuff. And then the ghost's faces glitch. It's like, yeah, like the whole body starts to glitch a little bit. And then uh, Prince Philip looks to the side and you can see Butchie and Butchie screaming, This isn't real! This isn't real! And then he's, you know, all glitchy, too. Um, and it's at this point that the uh, mom, I guess, the mom ghost pulls um, Prince Philip over to a mirror and it has him facing the mirror. It's like, this isn't real. You need to wake up. This isn't real. And you need to wake up. And he wakes up and, because it's not real. And right uh, in front of him is Billy Zane. And which, I mean, is terrifying no matter what happens. Whatever. Well, I, I mean, it's, he's just Zane. terrifyingly beautiful. You can't deal with that. <laughs> The, the sun so shining off his bald pate is just <laughs> so too glorious. So, uh, so Prince Philip wakes up and he sees all of his friends around him, and they are all jacked injured. up. All of like, them, are awful, super injured. jacked up. Um, is it Tapper? Tapper has no bottom jaw. Yeah, that's right. Like, Tapper, Tapper doesn't have a bottom jaw. The uh, foot guy doesn't have any feet. Um, and then, like, I think, he, I don't even know what Prince, Doc Prince, is doing. Prince Philip actually doesn't have any, um... He doesn't have either. any legs. He doesn't yeah. have any legs A either. lot of them don't have any legs. Yeah. Um, and so... That's when they, we they, get the explanation. The actual explanation of what's going on, which is basically, everyone right now is a part of a program that's to help soldiers with PTSD. Well, it's, it's to help them if they're in a coma to kind of rebuild them and get them, like able to to come out of the coma uh then we find out what actually happened to them they all were in afghanistan trying to protect a uh high level asset uh with the cia the cia guy was he's somebody right he was uh, one of the dudes at the very beginning who was like we need to get the hell out of here oh was he i think so oh maybe maybe he was the guy who's like you know furlough yeah I the furlough guy? It, it makes sense for him to be that one i think he was in it but he's like, we got to go ahead and get these people out of here. And then they, uh-oh, we can't do it. The insurgents are coming in. So uh, the guy who, like, hides them in the wall, and they're all sitting in there, and they're, they're thinking that they who's can... The, who's the dad for... Or who's the guy from Iron Man, yeah. by the way? It's Yosef uh, or Yosef uh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's it's the guy who helps him build the uh, the magnet. 
Uh, and he's I, he's pretty good in this one too. Um, what happens is is that uh, militia guy come in uh, comes in there, uh, accuses Yusuf of um, uh, being a traitor. Yusuf says no. Then they proceed to they're just like whatever. Screw you. Uh, the whole time the soldier guys are inside this wall and they're they're saying screw you man like like we're the, right like they want to help him yeah the CIA like, guy is like you can't do anything well unfortunately because they they think that they can take these guys and they probably definitely can unfortunately like two more truckloads of militia guys show up at that point so they're screwed and they know that they can't do anything so they stay inside of this little little hidey hole uh, it's at that point that the wife starts cursing them because the Taliban guys like grab a hold of they they kill the son by yeah drowning the son him. they drown him in the in uh, the daughter they they hoist her up and the dad they set him on fire, um they they had seen a couple of times uh you know medicines and some other stuff because that's what the guy was in there but he also had like a timer and a detonator and a bomb in there. Um, so they, they feel terrible. They want to cut down the bodies, but they can't because the CIA guy's like, look, we can't, we can't be here. What we're going to do is we're going to follow these insurgents back to their base. And we're going to kill all of them. Uh, you know, I'm super sorry, you know, that we couldn't help this guy, but if we had, we would have died. Um, it's at that point they walk outside, uh, CIA guy gets far enough away and then the mom comes out with the timer and she doesn't get blow. She like, she blows them all to hell because... Uh, and that's she was cursing them the whole time about how uh, they didn't they didn't help. So the whole point of this is is that while they're inside of this you know nice you know matrix like simulator, uh, they are supposed to be safe, but they're not because it didn't work out that way because the vengeful spirit of this lady who apparently dragged the rest of her family uh, to curse these guys went into the simulator too and is effing with them uh at that point i think prince philip starts trying to convince one of the nurses to put to, him back to under. put him back in yeah, yeah so that way they can they can you know realize what they've done you know come to terms with it and then hopefully put this this curse to rest um he says so he says he knows how to stop this he doesn't tell us how to stop it he doesn't do anything else and so we just have to assume that he knows how to stop it and that's when uh, she's putting him back. The nurse is putting him back in, and then, oh wait, mid sentence, she's like, "Oh wait, you're gonna forget everything." Oopsie poodles. And so that's when Prince uh, Philip wakes up and he sees the guy smoking the cigar. The guy smoking the cigar is actually is the, the Taliban guy from the very beginning because he does smoke one of the cigars. Yeah. Uh, so we were all back at the very beginning, and then the movie ends. And John hated it. I hate that i hate i was that. so i was so sad because i really did like this movie i thought it was such a cool it was it was it was so cool i thought that 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 the twists it, were it good added a twist yeah i like the twists i like the fact that they had continuity breaks because i'm the the stickler asshole who's always sitting there going like uh excuse me uh from the time period that you're stating uh that movie had not come out yet I there's absolutely it. no way that you would have been able to see that i hate you know, it i am 
I am that guy who comes up with those things. But if you put that in there and you have a reason for it to happen, that's even better to me. That's like, oh, great, you have a reason for it. And then I can start kind of giving stuff away. It's like, okay, well, any kind of continuity, anything else that they say is probably something going on with the, the problems. There is that one part, though, where they completely took a scene and they moved it to a different part because they have scratches and shit all over their face. And I'm just like, you can't, that you screwed up on. Because you have something that's going on in, in continuity with what they have going on. This isn't like an extra thing on the outside. This is what you have going on in your show, and you moved it around, and I can tell. And you didn't do a good job on it. Yeah, John really could tell. I was I was like, what the hell? And then I'm like, well, you just started giving stuff away, because now I know, because the blonde guy is not in this scene, that means that the blonde guy is either dead or incapacitated. Which it turned out, yes, he was dead or incapacitated. That made me so mad. I was like, shut up and just watch the movie. I just, I tried to, but then they yanked me right out of, I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, uh, you know, have that disconnect anymore. Okay, well, what are you going to rate it? Uh, this one, I am, I, I'm going to go ahead and rate it. I'm going to give it six shining lights off of Billy Zane's dome out of ten. <laughs> it isn't a bad movie. It's got a lot of stuff going for it. The kills are kind of weak, but there's Nazi killing, which is always fun. There's a nice little story about all the different guys, and the stories that they tell are very spooky. So it's it's wonderful. I wish I had been able to see some of that stuff instead of like, oh, well, this is, you know, the dead kid got his head shot off by Taliban guys, because that wasn't his fault. But, you know, whatever. Um, I think he got his head cut off. Uh, it, it was blown off because of the splatter on the back of the, the oh, wall. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't, yeah. uh, that was And awful. his friend was just sitting there, too, which was well, like, He was traumatized. Poor kid. Yeah. Which is why I think he, he they shot him instead of his, his head getting cut off, because it's like, oh, okay. But, it like, I didn't see a head rolling around, so that's why oh, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. that's true. Of course, they probably wouldn't have shown that. But what about you, honey? What do you got? Uh, I actually give it a 7 out of 10, um, you know, creepy kids. In the armor, that creeped me out because he was like he he crawled out of nowhere. From he did. The back. He, he crawls like, out. And he crawls, just, did he crawl across the wall too? I didn't see. Ugh, yeah. ugh, I, I don't know. I didn't that. see it. There were there were a lot of there were a lot of creep creep moments in here. I I really enjoyed it. I thought that the the creep was fun. I liked the twist in it. Um, I was really hoping that John would find more you know more joy out of it, but <laughs> I tried my best. I'm a contrarian sometimes. That's just how I roll. Uh, but you know, uh, this was a was a good one. Um, I am gonna go ahead and have a. I do have a recommendo right now, uh, and that one is going to be. Uh, I think I had Mister Shivers written up. This one is a very interesting book. Let me make sure that this is the one I've got for it. Yeah, I've got Mister Shivers written down on there. Um, this is a really interesting book. I can't remember who it's by, but I actually got it from the library. This is a local Texas guy who did it. Uh, but what it is about is it takes place in the 1920s. There aren't enough horror stories that take place in the 1920s, but this one is amazing. Uh, way better than 1922, because that one's a piece of shit. Um, but this one is a great movie. Uh, is a great book. Uh, and I can't wait. I hope it gets turned into a movie. I think they said even something about it being like a series on something. But what it is is all of these people meet up trying to, to find this guy, this guy that they call Mr. Shivers, the laughing man, the scarred man. They have different names for him, but he is a ghost uh, to the hobos during the 1920s. It's very, like, they, they do a very good job describing the Dust Bowl and the Hoovervilles and all those other kind of stuff. Uh, so 
they're all going after this guy for different reasons, but for the most part, what has happened is this guy has killed one of theirs. You know, either uh, a family member, a friend, a lover, uh, or a child. Uh, and in usually gruesome ways. It's, it's fairly terrifying stuff. Um, and the, the guy who's reading this is, does a very good, like, he's like, and then he killed my boy. You know, so it's a very, like, deep kind of like, oh, this is, this is fun. Uh, but <laughs> they, as they are chasing and getting closer to him, because they're following the rails, because that's what he does, he follows the rails, they find out more and more that he isn't, actually maybe even a person the one of the the very interesting things that happens at the very beginning um you know which is one of the least supernatural parts of it is a dust storm rolls in and the way that they describe the dust storm is the way that you hear it described when you you listen to people who live through the dust bowl it's this giant wave of dust that comes through and it gets into everything into the point where they they even tried to uh uh, drive out uh, in a, a car to to beat this you know wave of, of just crap that's coming off because of these the the soil is too arid uh, and they they can't uh, and they were trying to stuff uh, rags into the the uh, windows and all the cracks to keep it from from coming in but they even had to abandon the car because it was covered in so much dust that they ran into a house and even that was full of dust and they they had a hard time breathing it's this amazing Ugh. like description. <laughs> At this point. I'm having a hard yeah. time breathing right and, now. You know, and you know, we've seen stuff like that, you know, just dust rolling in and stuff like that. But it, it's this terrifying kind of thing. And it's the most mundane, like, description of something terrifying that happens in this book. The rest of it goes apeshit. Like, there is, like, you know, towns full of, of near-immortal assholes. There's uh, cannibals. There's creepy uh spooky dogs and all this other kind of stuff that's attacking him there's uh a decent reference to what i thought was uh the three fates that comes up there's a there's a lot of uh you know fate coming up so there's there's a like the you you've got uh i i want to say it was the two you know the the three fates that you get from hercules you got uh, one is kokaitis and the other ones are i can't remember what they are but there's a lot of stuff in this that if you like you, clash the titans yeah, like the the three Stygian witches kind yeah. of thing, but they're the ones who draw the the strings of fate. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha. So they're they're the weirds, and they can okay. kind of tell you all the stuff. But it's it's a really good like story. I really can't uh, you know like tout it up enough. Definitely check it out. It's uh, the guy who writes it is has like three names. I think it's John Robert something or other. I can't remember his name. But just type in Mister Shivers, Mister Dot Shivers. Uh, it was an amazing book. I, I, you know, pick it up. I got it from my library, uh, you know, on audio. So you, that's it's it's one of the better ones that I've seen. Nice. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to recommend? Not today. Okay. We'll go ahead and move on. And uh, if there is something that you want to recommend to us, though, reach out to us, esat3am at gmail.com. That's our best way to get a hold of us. But you can also reach us on Facebook and Twitter at esat3am. You can reach us on our main website, which is esat3am.com. Or reach out to us on our Anchor FM site. Uh, and on that is a voicemail uh, button. You can go ahead and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear your voice and just tell us what you think. Yeah. Talk to us. Right. We are listening. Until next time. Bye.